Episode 112 of Hello Dysfunction with Crystal and me, Pada Fria. <laughs> it's been a good day. It has. Um, let me just start. Today is January 19th. It is Stinker's birthday. Happy birthday to Stinkers. For those that don't know, that's my son. I only have one son uh, and the rest are girls and he just made 20. And I remember when you were pregnant with him. Yes. It's like, how is he 20? And I, and I have a 22-year-old who yeah. will be 22 next month. And it's like, how? How? Where has the time I went? feel like my maturity, I'm like stunted because yeah. I don't feel old enough to have kids that old. No. I feel like they're just catching up to me. Like, yeah. I'm not getting old too. Only they are. Right. Like, you guys are becoming my peers. <laughs> it's very weird. Yep. Very weird feeling. Yeah. I hella remember when they were both babies. Like, yeah. What the fuck? I do too. It's like I blinked and now they're adults. I know. But um, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, he's bummed because he can't really do anything to celebrate. So he was having like a fit earlier, I guess his sister told me. Appropriate. Um, like a tantrum kind of. Like he wanted to come. He lives in Merced and he wanted to come out here. His dad like wasn't letting him use the car or something to come out here for. I, I'm like, what do you plan on doing anyway? Like we wanted to throw you a dinner. We were giving you options. Right. Safe covid safe options and you said that was weak so like what wow. what did you have plans to do you're not gonna be hanging out and then going to my house like nope. that's not you know so now you just get to sit home yeah so we're gonna <laughs> zoom or something i don't know but um if you don't want to do no family shit i i can't help with anything else i'm not gonna weak. encourage you yeah i'm gonna be weak then because i can't <laughs> encourage you to go no. out and hang out i can't so. no you know, mine was weak too. Right. <laughs> we all had, had a, a weak ass yeah, here. That's that's just <clears throat> what it is right now. He'll be all right. He will. Um. So we had first. Let us start by saying thank you so much to our listener Jacqueline. Um, thank you, Jacqueline. You are amazing, and we feel so honored. Um, Jacqueline. Um, submitted us to the PR firm that she works for for an article an article about podcasts um, and so we met with the PR firm owner uh, via zoom meeting today and can I just say we're like old women tech <laughs> technology challenged women um we don't really know what we we'd be are. doing I, I think we've made that clear by now but it yes. was just funny because at first like he couldn't even see us i was like can <laughs> you see us and he was like no and i panicked i was like oh my god i'm so sorry she like got up she was gonna go get someone and then i figured it out i mean we got it together but it was just so typical and funny that you know we we couldn't have it together right away <laughs> never so it went really well um i was nervous well we were both nervous. both nervous i gave myself a headache so i don't feel good right now so 
we're nervous like the whole 30 minutes and it comes time to say bye and he he waves and i'm like okay we'll talk soon thank you so much i blew him a fucking kiss you guys <laughs> in the corner of my eye I i'm like what and that was the most I'm unnatural fucking blew thing it. for her to do that was such a nervous <gasps> unnatural reaction what the <laughs> And as I, I did it, and then I looked at Patafria, and I was like, I just blew a fucking kiss. And I slowly shut the computer as I said that, like, with the extended kiss arm. I'm yes. like, why did she fucking do that? We told her brother, and he was like, what the fuck were you doing? Why? That was like the most nervous thing Jesus you could have done. Christ. So funny. I don't blow kisses. The last time I no, blew a kiss, the kids no. were probably like three, and I was like, catch it. You know, like, what the fuck? She just turns into Miss America. I don't know what the fuck that was, but that shit was hella funny. <laughs> Fucking shoot me. Leave it to me to do some embarrassing ass shit, dude. Yes. Um, I just want to say that it was a good feeling to even be asked about our show and like how it yeah. started because we don't get that. You know, we mm-hmm. haven't had any write ups. We haven't had anything like that. No. And I'm learning just from your experiences with Clubhouse and like this, um, we're at a place where we should be celebrating. And yeah, I mentioned it's like we don't know how to gauge our progress because we aren't familiar with like where we should be in terms Technology. of numbers and yeah. listens and charts and all that kind of shit. So like, honestly, I mean, we're humble people anyway, but we didn't we really had no idea we're very much blind when right when doing this and we're being told we should celebrate where we're at right now for being you know two years in yeah and um it's a really encouraging good feeling to hear that especially from professional people because like i said we don't know what we're doing we're just kind of going with it and and we focus a lot on um listener interaction right and listener feedback right so the fact that we're encouraged from you guys is what is really all driving us us motivated right yeah so to hear you know that we're in a good a really good spot as far as charts and shit like that's nice it feels it's rewarding it's nice to hear that and feel that yeah it feels really really good um Definitely. So um, what we haven't done in a while, and I know we have some new listeners, mm-hmm. um, we've got a lot in like the last month. We're going to take a minute just to do kind of a reintroduction. Um, yeah. You have all the episodes me- memorized. When was the Episode last time? Episode three, Tetherball Girl that, was the last time. <laughs> that was the last time we fucking introduced <clears throat> ourselves. So just take a minute. Um, I'm Potafria. My name is Maria. Um, You're not. Anybody is not allowed to call her that. Right, right. Um, I don't know. How would I introduce myself? I'm a mom. I'm a mentally ill person. I'm a spiritual person. Mm -hmm. I'm a sex worker. I'm an artist. I wear a lot of hats. Definitely. Um, Doctor. Doctor sometimes. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had a podcast before and it was more focused on music, I'd say. Yeah. And um, it was still, you know, I was a little more wild back then, too. I cringe thinking about some of the episodes. Definitely. Um, and yeah, when that show ended, because my co-host DJ Fresh with that show, he's so busy. And so scheduling got harder and harder because he does a lot. Well, he at the time, he did a lot of traveling um, and it was hard to stay consistent. And mm-hmm. so I wanted something 
that could be more regular and, you know, I could be more consistent with. And I thought um, our porch conversations that me and Crystal would have, uh, we always (laughs) like if somebody walked up to the front door and caught wind of any part of it, they would like (laughs) laugh like and be really interested in what we're talking about and shit. And so it just felt really natural to start a podcast with her it was always like porch therapy yeah (laughs) yeah our porch conversations and it's fucked up because now we can't have them no i can't even like there's no phone calls during the week if there's there's something we want to talk about on the show we can't mention it before No, no the only time that we can is if it's something inappropriate that we can't share and that's like really (laughs) rare because even the inappropriate shit we bring to y'all yeah um yeah that's we've just kind of migrated to this now so this is where we have our porch talk yeah and yeah what else about me i don't know um shit let's talk about you now (laughs) i'm left-handed i notice when everyone is left-handed yeah automatically high on my list earlier today i noticed that the guy you're very loyal yeah i am you're very almost to a fault um you're very um protective of those you love yeah um you're a good mom Mm -hmm. i enjoy being a mom that's like my favorite thing to be yeah i think i really really fucking love it a lot of people have been asking me am i gonna have more kids and i'm like i wish i could no Um, physically i don't think i could carry anymore because i almost fucking died with this last one i had to be cut both ways yeah um so with a c-section you're normally just cut horizontally that was a nightmare I had to be cut horizontally and vertically inside. So yep. they were like, you know, that will be a problem if you carry again yeah. in the future. So that kind of just sealed the deal that, like, she'd probably be the last one unless I had a surrogate. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But being a mom is great. And I'm a grandma. Yeah. That's another thing that's very new and, like, fun. fun. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm Crystal. Um, I'm a wife and a mom. I, Mark and I have been, air quote, married for 15 years. Um, we have two daughters. I really fucking love cats. Oh <laughs> I God. love animals. Yes. yes. I save everything. Um. She's her, her own animal rescue foundation. Yeah. You love cigarettes. I do. I love cigarettes. Cuss I like words. I love the word cunt. Red Bulls. Um, I'm very crass, I think. Mm-hmm. Very inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm loud. I talk a lot. I like very to talk to everybody. Very maternal and loving and caring. Nurturing is yeah. a good word for you. Yeah. When I'm, I'm very dramatic. So when I'm sick or anything, I'm always crying and going to the hospital. She's like the first person I think to call. Mm. And I'm drawn so to sweet. people like you because there's other people in my life. I've noticed. I thought about it the other day. Yeah. I always have people I can go to that kind of like baby me mm-hmm. i'll say that know how to yeah. soothe you which is funny because i'm a very dominant personality yeah. i'm a dominatrix i control a lot of situations i have a lot of control issues but when i get into that other space yeah i have people in my life that i can call and like be the mom and take over yeah and normally i'm 
the the peacekeeper the for sure the bring everyone together the mender the fixer yeah we met as kids Mm -hmm. um we came from similar upbringing we both have dads with the same mental illness that physically abused our moms (laughs) our moms started new lives with new partners yes and we lived with our grandmothers yeah kind of got left behind there and we had that similarity and it was so weird because when we met we we didn't know that you know we didn't know each other and we just kind of were like are you serious me too me too it's so many me too in our situations and even though she's passive and positive and calm and i'm super aggressive and was angry and was like a bully at that time it just was a perfect fit yeah it was a good balance opposites definitely yeah we balanced each other out in a good way and it just felt hella natural so i became very territorial of her right away (laughs) clung and was like i'm not letting go like this is my person now and um we did kind of have some distance after i got married she was living her adult wild years the whole years yeah and then vice versa like when she got married I divorced. Yeah. So my whole years activated, uh, literally. <laughs> and I became a hoe and, you know, went back to like stripping and then all other avenues of sex work. And yeah, here we are. Here we are hella years later. She was just saying earlier, who would have thought that we would have went from, what was it? Stealing, stealing Taco Bell? Taco making Bell? up lies to steal from Taco Bell to sitting at a zoom meeting with a very successful pr firm like to talk about the fuck our stories yeah and, yeah, and how we our got lives. here yeah it's very, it's very fucking weird how it, it worked but it's the most natural organic thing mm-hmm. for us to talk about you know yeah. what do we know better than our own fucking lives and just all yeah. these weird parts of it layers of it mental illness and motherhood and spirituality and sex work and sexual trauma and trauma abuse like all kinds of fucking shit so that's how we got here yeah and we wanted to another reason we wanted to start the show was just so that everybody and we've said this many times before just so that other people know they're not alone with mental illness um, family dysfunction domestic violence mm-hmm. you know normalizing all of that shit because really it's more normal than we were led to believe when right. we were young and i think we would have been able to get help and be better people a lot earlier had yes. we have had that kind of support yeah and that's kind of what we want to be for other people so us discussing all this shit it's funny and it makes us laugh but also we know it fills a void for a lot of other people with the same situations. um, And we could have really used that. Yeah. I really, um, I think transparency and honesty are, it's your, what your I'm attracted work. to. Yeah, yeah it's, it's always, don't say that word. <laughs> it's what I'm always attracted to in a person, yes. you know? So it's like, it makes sense that yep. um, it would be a good thing for us to talk about and a way to be with, I, with this. And I also feel like when you're transparent and you're open and you speak about every aspect of your life, nobody can ever use anything against you because you oh, own it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And, and 
No one's gonna Bitch, roast me. Go ahead me. and make fun of my shit. No one's gonna I do. roast me more than I roast myself. Right. So that's for sure. So I'm not worried right. about anybody. You no. can't use it against me. Never. Yeah. So here we there's go. There's that. <laughs> Today is Donald Trump's last day in office, guys. Yeah, that's a good thing. It is. Um, there's been like warnings from the FBI yeah. of threats of violence from his clan. Did you read that? They actually removed a few of the National Guardsmen because, you know, they investigated every single National Guardsman that is around the D.C. Capitol and shit Mm -hmm. right now. Um, And few of them were found to have ties to uh, white militia groups and shit. Oh, no surprise there. So they were yanked (laughs) off. Good. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need anybody else ushering in the bullshit. I don't want any more poop smeared anywhere. No. No. Fucking Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And then uh, Melania, you know, obviously Trump refused to give Biden a tour, welcome him to the White House and Mm -hmm. shit. But Melania has now came out and said that she won't be welcoming Jill Biden either. So I'm not mad at her. I feel like she's a hoe that didn't sign up for none of this. Like, I think she was mad to be first lady. I don't even think she wanted to do that. Exactly. I feel sorry for her. I'm like, she was just she married a sugar daddy. Yes, she was a sex worker. She was a fucking. Um, she, you know, she married her sugar daddy and did not sign up for none of his bullshit. She's like, bitch, I wanted the money, not, not your all this, bullshit. And to play happy with you. Like, yeah. How many videos are there of her snatching her hand away and, or like and glaring away? And grossed out by him. Yes. Can, I feel bad ugh, for her. Can you imagine kissing those fucking lips? Mm-hmm. They look like a butthole. Yeah. It's very gross. Mm-mm. So finally fuck yeah it's been a long four years yes yeah i remember crying inauguration day i mean shit the day we found out he won i remember sobbing yeah i'm glad it's over um yeah something i thought was funny i was at my mom's the other night and she had like ordered me something so i went to go and pick it up and we're all sitting in there and you know, my mom, she, that's where I get my humor from. She's mm-hmm. very inappropriate and ridiculous and just funny. And, she um, is. Uh, how can I word it? She's getting, like, you know, she's getting older and the women on that side of my family have always been dingy. <laughs> but, like, even more so now. And she was telling like me. Like, forgetful? That, just dingy. Just, like, yeah, forgetful and just, like, kind of, like, airheady. My grandma, her, my yeah. aunt, like the way it, that is a thing. Like, yeah. But she told me that ever since she had COVID, it's gotten hella fucking worse. So there's really fog brain with COVID. Yes. And it doesn't go and away. And I said, for your brain fog, it's real. Like, you're, it's worse. And she's like, yes, I hope it fucking goes away. Yep. And they were saying, like, my sisters couldn't remember what she said the other day, but I guess it was something really fucking ridiculous. And I'm like, oh, great, because I already have it. Ridiculous. And, but, like, my memory and calling, yes. calling the kids the wrong names. And it's getting worse as I get older. I'll tell and you so, something we just did last week or, or something we talked about. And you're like, really? Yeah, I don't retain shit I don't remember. Well, and um, it, it makes me really mad. And it makes yeah. my mom mad, too. Really fucking mad. Um but I, anyway, we were we were sitting, and um, she's just the queen of saying like fucking wild shit. And she got a new fish tank, and so my stepdad was like messing with the lights, 
going through the settings because they have like a lightning setting and all this and we're laughing mm-hmm. like the, the fish are probably fucking terrified don't do that <laughs> and so she's going through them and he like stopped on green and someone was like oh I like green and she goes green ew I hate green it reminds me of Irish people <laughs> and then turned around and I looked at my sister and I was like is she fucking serious ma'am are you okay <laughs> Like, who says that? And I was just dying laughing because oh I'm like, her brain, she just like says anything. Like, she has fucking brain Tourette. Right but now. she's fucking serious. She was, <laughs> she's dying. Like, I'm fucking sick of the Irish I, but, and their <laughs> green shit on St. Patty's. Ew. Day. She literally screamed, ew. I hate green. I hate Get it out of here, Rocky. Get it out. <laughs> yes. Like, I just shook my head. Like, this lady. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, that's fucking great. Yes, really funny. So don't get her anything green. <laughs> She'll be disgusted by it. Yes. That's how funny. Um, in some good news, there's a county. I think it's a county, Washtenaw County in Michigan. Yes. They have decriminalized sex work and mushrooms. Psychedelic magic mushrooms. So... I'm not a mushroom taker. Tried to take them before overdosed. First try. Who fucking does that? I ate way too much. I ate like a half ounce Ended because I was drunk. Ended up in the emergency room. Not a good look. Never trying it again. <laughs> but I sex loved work. Them. I'm like, I'm packing my bags right fucking now. Because that moving. is what we want. We do yes. not want it legalized because then, of course, government, government is going to get their hand in my pocket. They're going to want taxes and ruin it bullshit we want decriminalized so i was when i read that i was like oh my god and i've been to michigan before and i really liked it and i was you know i've been to detroit and it was great and i just I, i'm like wow i, I wanna- hope other places start following suit yes definitely and i read you know the the guy that see the mayor or the whatever yeah you know he had like wrote why you know he chose to do that and just how criminalizing it pushes people to work underground in yeah. unsafe environments and you know causes a lot more, more harm it does way more harm than good and he just gets it he totally fucking gets it and he explained it all and he did it so eloquently and i was just like great thank you i like i thanked him on twitter like fucking thank you it's it's always been wild to me that two consenting adults can't choose what right. to do with their bodies right i can't and he even made a statement like this is in no way don't think that you're going to come here and get away with like pimping or anything like uh, that there's going to be none of that but for adults that want you know what i mean like yes. we're not prosecuting those cases love it yeah but they will be looking into if there's any type of pimp activity or anything like that yeah, so that's a that's a no trafficking charge yeah and you will fuck around and get life I, people yeah don't even play with that shit funny um not funny actually wrong word so i don't know if you saw i was telling you about the other day that tiktok video that went around of that dude in the back seat of a car and he has these really ugly long earrings in his ears and he's like rapping or something, but there's a girl sitting next to him in the back seat. It's like someone from another car taking the video. Uh huh. And the girl has like these huge black circles around her eyes, white girl, brown hair. With black eyes. With black fucking eyes. And she just looks out of it. And um, some people were saying, 
holy shit, that looks like this girl that's been missing for six years. And then somebody else had said, another group had said, it actually looks like this other woman that's been missing for a month. Oh my God. So they actually have launched an investigation into finding that girl and seeing from the video and seeing what the fuck was going on. Right. That's good. That's crazy. That's going to be crazy if they find a missing person because this motherfucker wanted to be rapping on TikTok. Right. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. She just looks out of it. She she looks like a victim. Yeah. Either that or she's so fucking out of it on something. Yeah. But she just looks so bad. It's really sad. So that that makes me think of a situation I just wanted to speak on for a minute. Um, there is a situation with a missing young lady in mm. the Bay Area. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing it get circulated a lot. And, you know, um, the person's sister, I guess, had messaged me and was like, hey, you know, like I'm reaching out to people with large followings, um, hoping to spread this to locate my sister, blah, 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 and was making it sound like she was kidnapped. All of the posts, you know, say like the family is super concerned. They think she's been abducted, all this, right? So I'm like, wow. So I immediately repost a bunch of shit from her story mm. and from her page. And, um, you know, I'm like asking people to, to repost it and everything. And a lot of people I know did. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, it's in our, our area. It's in the Bay Area. You know, we want to help, of course. So then I get on Twitter and um, this guy, um, I guess it's her brother. The brother of the missing girl mm-hmm. is on there posting some stuff. And um you know, I know some other people that shared that and I messaged him and I was like, hey, um, is she with this dude that goes by this name or whatever? Because that's what I heard. But you guys aren't mentioning that. And I feel like you should because it could, you know, someone one of us could know him. You yeah. know what I mean? So then I, I did some more searching and I saw a few pictures of him posted. And then on one of the reposts that someone I know had posted there was a comment and it was a girl saying um you know is is the guy mexican because i think i just saw them trying to get a room at this motel that i'm staying at in san jose no one responded to her it had been like two hours so i'm like what the fuck so i took a screenshot and i went back to instagram i took it from twitter and i hit up that the sister the one that was saying she was her sister Mm -hmm. and i was like hey like I saw no one responded to her, but like, you know, I don't know if you could use this information. This seems like something important. Right. And so I sent it to her. And so she was like, oh, thank you so much. She was like, you know what? I talked to her earlier and I was like, uh, you know, I knew that the person that said that she saw them was hoeing. Right. Mm-hmm. So I asked the sister, I'm like, do you know if she's working or not? Because, um, that's like what this seems like doing sex work yeah basically, right? yeah and she was like oh yeah she is and i was like hold up like because you because you totally left that out you totally left that out right so it wasn't until i asked did she say yeah she is and i was like mm, okay that kind of changes a lot for me because um I've said this before. How do I know that she just don't want to get away from y'all and you guys don't like what she's doing? So you're trying to track her down. Yes. So 
um i had been like i was like okay did you check any of the escort sites you know what i mean because i found people that way that i know are working or whatever and then i immediately regretted giving her the info that i did because i was like um what if she did leave consensually with this dude right and they're like hey let's go make this money and the family's just like sex work's disgusting we don't agree with it exactly but in reality that's what she wants to do so details of this situation okay are being left out intentionally for whatever reason like i don't know just me if my people is out and i know they're hoeing i'm gonna include that detail because it's gonna track them down faster right yes well they're intentionally not including that detail and um i I don't know if it's from shame or what right right so or they feel like maybe people won't repost it if that's stated but right, i feel like but, we're a little past that yeah and then i see it they have a gofundme asking for five thousand dollars to hire a private investigator they got the money they they raised enough to do that and everything but i'm like something in me is like you know because i know of too many situations where people are minding their business and hoeing and they don't want their family you know like this is the thing. Um, trafficking is real. Trafficking is a situation. Yes. I'm not saying it's not. But if you're in a situation where you're hoeing, you can get away. You can tell the client when you see a fucking trick, you can tell them, hey, I'm here against my will. Can I use your fucking phone? Yeah. Like your your captor or whatever is not with you while you're seeing clients. OK, that's just what it is. They're not there. So there are times when you could get away if you wanted to. Right. So yeah. in situations like that, I'm really hesitant to help and and spread this because right. what if they don't want to fucking leave? What if this is a situation that she's w- chose to be in? You know what I mean? Right. And it's just her family not agreeing with it. So and then they're found and then dude gets charged with fucking trafficking when and he goes away for life and what if that's really just her man that's looking out for her you know what i'm saying and it's like it's a consensual deal yes yes so um it's damn it's tricky and you know with those details with me finding out those details after asking i was kind of like kind of feel a little some kind of way yeah and so i was like let me back up now because now i don't want no part of it i feel like you've done enough i feel like you've done yeah well now you know she's not kidnapped you know who she's with you know she's hoeing i didn't ask no more details other than that but like those are details that to me like that could be her wanting to be in that situation and you just don't agree with it yeah so um yeah i just i I backed out of that yeah i would too Uh, hopefully um that you know that's the case and all's good and well but yeah they raise the money to hire a PI. They can yeah. hire the PI and goddamn. Yeah, it's a it's a weird situation. But you know, I just know too many of those personally where like someone is working and minding their mm-hmm. business and their family don't agree with it. Yeah. So there's there's quite a few like that. Yeah. Mm-mm. Um I saw a post the other day that I'm gonna share and it really helped me and um, I'm super excited it's too late for me to do it this month so I'm gonna start it next month but um, it's about snowball payments and one of our listeners had 
posted it on her story. It's for credit card payments. So when you have multiple credit cards, there's a way to pay them off um, fast, faster. Mm. So what I'm doing right now, I have hella credit cards. I have like, you know, store department store accounts. I have other just regular credit cards. I have a lot. So I'm paying like probably eight a month. Damn. Yeah, and um, I I only have three. You know, they're all going down a little bit every month. Right. Some more than others, and right. then um, you know, and then I might do some spending, and those go back up, right? So, it was a really simple, like not chart, but like you know, ex- explanation of how to do it. So what you do is you pay the minimum. You put them in order from highest balance to lowest balance, mm-hmm. okay? You pay the minimum on all of them except the lowest balance. So the ec- extra money that you would have paid on the other ones above the minimum payment due, mm-hmm. you apply all of that to the smallest balance. Smart. So that it gets paid off right away. Yes. Okay, then you move up, do the next thing. Do that with the next one. Yes. And so... You're, it's a way to pay off the lowest cost. You know what I mean? That's and then just don't really touch it. That's really smart. And I never thought of it to do it that way, right? So like, okay, you're making... I never want to m- make the minimum payment on a credit card, but it makes sense to do yes. it if I'm paying one yes. off that month, right? Yep. And so it just... It seems like a really easy way to pay off your lower balances in order. Yep. And in Especially the meantime multiple like me cards. yeah and and you know you're not missing any payments in the meantime you might accrue a little bit of uh interest, interest on but some, it's but gonna it's be gonna moved be down eventually it. yes and it's gonna be worth it because you're eliminating a whole card that's fucking smart yes so i i took a screenshot right away and i'm gonna post it um on our page because I know we have a lot of people that are rebuilding credit, work fixing their credit, working on, you know, establishing credit. And so that's been like a, a topic I've been talking to with a lot of our listeners and stuff. And I still have yeah. those ebooks, you know. Um, but yeah, for, for people that just have a lot of accounts, this is great. And great. I never fucking thought of it. So right. thank you, um, Connie Mackin for posting that. Yeah. And I thought that was just great. It's really useful information. Yes. We had a listener uh, write in and ask us to talk about um, student loan debts, and I, you know we just looked at each other and started laughing. We're I like, said we ain't never been them kind of students. Never, <laughs> we've never been graduated from continuation school. Yeah, we have no experience with student loans. I'm sorry, but debt is debt. You know what I'm saying? And like, um, I feel like this is not coming from experience. I feel but like people with student loan debt, it 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 it's can it consumes them like. It sounds very fucking stressful. Yes. Very, very stressful. And they're unforgiving. And I don't know if it shows up on your credit report like other debts. It does. So um, That's what she had said in the thing. See, yeah, that's tricky. Uh, Because can you get it, you know, dismissed the same way you get other debts dismissed? Probably not. No, they're unforgiving. She uh, she had mentioned they're unforgiving. And I know people that are like $60,000 fucking dollars in student loan debt. Just so you can go to school. How fucked up is that? Yeah, that makes me sick. Yeah. Um, well, I don't have any advice to give about that. But if anybody else does and you want to write in, there are little hacks, you know, like yeah. um, I reposted one today. 
today or yesterday that was from TikTok that was this guy and he was like, I, was cool. I crush hospitals. And basically, um, you know, he found out that hospitals here in America have to forgive like so much um you to know. be a non to qualify as a nonprofit, they have to forgive so much. Um, uh, let people slide for free, basically. Yeah, yeah. That and, that don't make a certain amount of income, yeah. and so he step by step went through ways, you know, to reach out to them on their websites, go to their finance department. There's an application you fill out. We should it's repost a whole, that. Yeah, we can. It's a whole process, and so I reshared it, but we'll post but, it on the page too because it's just good to know, you know. Um, that's a lot not of people knowledge. Here. Yeah, they of course. Give you. Those are secrets. Yes. Like that's not something we would know. So, um, yeah, I, I know people have a lot of medical debt, too. Yeah. That could probably help people. Definitely. You know, my mom found a dead body one time. No, but I'm not surprised. So over in, uh, you know, in Emeryville by where Ikea is now, where you can split, go on 880, 580, right? Yeah. Well, her and my dad were driving back from Oakland, so mm-hmm. heading toward Richmond. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like four. And remember that it was when the Cypress structure was still yeah. intact. And as they were coming around that curve by Ikea, my mom looked down out the window and there was a dead body under the freeway. So they ended up calling the cops. Was it naked? Home, partially. Mm. It was a man. And then a week later... They write about it in, in the, the fucking paper. newspaper. <gasps> wow. And I completely forgot about it until I was watching the ID channel the other day. And I was like, oh, that's right. Mom found a dead body. So I have two situations like that. that I would have drove are, down and that are burnt. Yeah. That are like burned in my memory that I'll never forget. I can still picture them in my head right now. Um, as a kid, me and my mom were in the car. And one time we were driving up the like... Um, from San Pablo Avenue or whatever, going up Hilltop Drive, I guess it is. Uh Um, There's a apartment complex right there on the right. And it has like um, carport, open carports. Um, Right. We were driving up that one time and they were bringing out a dead body and it had a sheet over it and it had the whole thing was the the shape of a body in blood on the sheet. And so I remember going up and I was hella breaking my neck and looking, looking, looking and like, no, they didn't turn around because they're not fun parents. Um, Losers. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. And I could still picture the whole thing. It was like bright red blood on the sheet. The whole body though. You know, they were pulling it out of the carport. That happened. And then another time, me and my mom, we were on 23rd Street and we were driving like through San Pablo and there's like a little corner. It's at the corner of like 23rd and Brookside. And there's like a little park area right there. Yes. So in one of the trees, a homeless man had hung himself and he was hanging from the tree. And I was a kid and I was like, oh, my fucking God. And I remember my mom being like, don't look, don't look. And I was like, like, what the fuck? Like, if that was me, I would turn around. We would get out, you know, like, uh, she kept going, of course, probably sped away. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Screaming, Maria, don't look. And, um. (laughs) I just thought, wow, like, that's fucking crazy. Like, you know. Nona was the type where if we saw hella fire engines and shit going by. <laughs> Don't say she'd follow them. Absolutely. <gasps> she would bust She's a bitch. You know what? I'm so morbid. Like. <laughs> one time. So uh, one of the families that grew up 
in the same area I we grew up. Uh, my dad was, you know, friends with. So I had a friend, and then tweakers or <laughs> no, no, they're actually just pot smokers. My oh, dad okay. and mommy smoke weed with. Uh-huh. I had a little friend. Her parents were friends with my parents yeah. from kids. You know, when they were kids, they'd smoke pot. Like yeah. multi generational, right? So one time they had a pool in their backyard and shit. They lived like five streets over. So one time we heard hella sirens and shit. Then my mom and my grandma being nosy bitches went to go see where it was. It was their house. Oh. Their, uh, my friend's youngest brother, he, I think he was a year or two at the time, had fell in their fucking pool and drowned. Oh my God, he died? No, he survived. Oh, they were able good. to bring him back. He was in the hospital for a long time. Oh my God. And my mom went there and helped and shit, but. Oh my God. That's what. Yeah, I would be like, I live here. I would have been like, let me in. I live here lying and shit so I could get a closer look. Oh my God. <laughs> Shut the fuck That's up. That's crazy. Right? Crazy, crazy. Yeah. Um,. So I have in my notes, a few people have written me. Is that the word written? Wrote? Uh, we're going with whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> okay, wrote. Okay. Uh, recently, just thanking me, told me they're going through some shit. Like, uh, one was, like, sleeping in her car. Like, going through really a really fucking rough patch. And um, was just thanking me and said that our show was one of the only things that actually made her feel better while going through this really hard time and it made me think and I definitely told her um you know one I thanked her and I was like I'm so glad that we're able to make you feel better in some way while you yeah while you go through some shit but also um you know so many people write us and say shit like that sometimes and I want to just make it very fucking clear we have had to start over so many fucking times. Definitely. Do not look at us like we've had some smooth ride growing up and um, and like you're the only one. We've been there. Yes. Um, I mentioned before, I didn't go into a lot of detail about it because it is like embarrassing. But when I was pregnant with Bunny, like I was homeless at one point. And yeah. my old roommate that I was staying with, like her mom we got rid of our place and we were renting like the downstairs of her mom's house. And then it got to a point where her mom like didn't want me there. She's always had like this weird animosity towards me since I was a kid. And so weird. I was in between places. And at one point, like she was sneaking me in to sleep down there at night and not letting her mom know. And it was very awkward because the only bathroom is upstairs in her Uh. mom's part of the house, not the downstairs. So like, you know, I was te- technically homeless and yeah. I had to like tell my social worker I was homeless and shit at that time. And um, that was not that long ago. That was like 2000 fucking six or something. So like, yeah. you'd be surprised. And then um, I was on social media and this girl, she's a sex worker that I follow and um, she's kind of popping. She'd be making hella money right now. She was even saying um, like three years ago, she was sleeping in her car. Yeah. And looking at her now in You'd this never huge know. fucking house she lives in and she has like designer everything and like, you know, posts money all the time, cash, you know, videos of her holding, counting out cash and shit. Like you will look at people and never really know what they've been through. So just don't feel bad about your situation. Just focus. We all sh- have struggled. Yes. Like seriously struggled. Not like 
I had a bad day or you know what I mean? Like had to start over from nothing. Like when I got a divorce, my ex fucking when I left, he cut up almost all my clothes. So I only had, you know, and I had a lot of shit and I had a lot of expensive shit. Yeah. And he literally took scissors to one of every single pair of shoes I had. Like I left most of my property in our uh, house and um, he had a little bit of, I call it a psychotic break, but yeah, he, you're right. he shredded like all of my fucking shit. And I just remember being like, God damn, like I really have to start over. I only had like two garbage bags of clothes that I took with me when I left. And everything else I left there with the intention of going back to get it. And so he was like one day, he was like, it's all in the garage. You could come get it. And it was bagged up. And when I started opening the bags, he had bagged up all of the cut up shit. What a fucker. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. Like, it just. I remember that. It crushed me because, like, I would not fuck up nobody's property. Like, I don't no. do that. You know what I'm no. saying? Like, there were times in my life that I busted bitches windows out and shit. And I feel like that was my payback. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. But I didn't do it anonymously. I let, like I let them know I did it. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm not I'm not no coward. I don't do coward anonymous destruction yeah. of property and shit like that. I hate that shit. But um you know that happened to me and I had nothing. I had just I had to start over and I didn't I wasn't working and like, you know, that's when I really like jumped into sex work again and yeah. Had to, you know, make something happen quick. And, um, you know, I, I went from like two garbage bags of clothes and I I got pregnant very shortly after that. Yeah. And had to like make something happen. So, you know, I just say all that to say, like, we go through tough shit and a lot of people just don't talk about it and they yeah. just po- post the good and they right. talk about the good. And I'm guilty of that, too. You know, it's embarrassing. So I don't really want to be like talking about those days and shit you want to push that shit behind you but just focus on the good and just know how common it is for people to have to start over from nothing and you're not alone and i hope we make you laugh in the meantime right and you know there was a period um when i moved out of one apartment and i couldn't find another and i had nowhere to live and um you know, thank God for my grandma. She's always been my safety net. Yeah. Always. You know, um, I would go to the trailer at night and I would sleep in Will's bed. I'd be yeah. like mo- drunk as fuck from the club. Be like, move over and fucking, you know, for months. Yeah. So. Thank God you were My clothes were that. in bags. Yeah. Yeah. I When I was pregnant with Bunny at one point, I, I didn't have anywhere to go. My ex-husband the same one that cut up my shit, let me sleep on his couch a few nights. Um, my grandparents, I had asked them if I could come temporarily, like rent a room from their house. They told me no. Damn. And I could not believe it because these were people that took me in when I was a kid. You know right. what I mean? But they told me no. They and were they mad were like, you divorced, right? Yes. They do not agree with divorce. Yeah. And so I feel like they were trying to punish me yeah. for divorcing, but I really had nowhere to go. Yeah. My car had got repossessed. Like I was going through some shit. I had no fucking car. I was getting rides from people and like crashing where I could. It was a bad, bad time. Um, but look now, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a few years later, I just, you get it together. Shit you you make shit happen and like all the little cheat codes and shit that i come up on and learn along the way i just try to share them 
Definitely. I say I don't give up a lot of whole game because that's just not what we do. You right. Know, I had to learn on my own with that. But I do try to share as much as Definitely. I can to help with, you know, tough situations. I, I, and how to apply for medical, medical, medical insurance yes. through the county and how to apply for disability and all, you know, I, I try to share all that kind of shit. When we talk about stuff, shit. I think of like our young listeners and I hope yeah. that if anything, they can learn from our experiences so mm-hmm. that, you know, they don't have to be drugged through the dirt to love themselves and appreciate shit. And learn later how okay a lot of shit is. Because yes. when we were growing up, like... I was saying like a lot of mental illness shit and stuff was just frowned upon and looked at as like embarrassing and you know nobody really wanted to talk about it and uh, the kids at school finding out seeing my mom with a black eye or missing fucking teeth like how yeah. fucking embarrassing you, you as a kid that's what I thought was like oh my no god no one else is dealing with this like I, we're fucking trash yes yeah we're the bottom of the fucking barrel and it's really more common than we ever fucking knew. Little did I know my classmates' parents fucking had swapped partners and were fucking each other. And one they were got swingers. pregnant. Yeah, like <laughs> all this wild shit I found out as an adult. Yeah, you know, yeah. like so and so's mom was snorting fucking rails of coke before coming to school to pick her up. You know. Yeah, and you never know. I never knew, and I was just worried about them knowing how fucked up my shit was. Yeah, yeah, you're not alone. I think it's more common. I mean, I'm. Sh- I think maybe in all demographics. Yeah. um, It's more common to have fucked up shit than not. Because I'd be looking at people with, you know, nice conventional households and the parents get along and all that kind of shit as rare. I knew two growing up. Fucking two. Two two friends whose parents were married and actually loved each other. And out of those two, I'm going to go ahead and say only one were in love with each other. The other two loved each other. Like, I think it's more rare and shocking to see the people getting along with the quote unquote normal life than us like we're the majority i tell the girls all the time like your dad and i are not the norm fuck no we're not fuck no not never use them as an example of a normal (laughs) marriage never because and you guys even have your own shit you know yeah like yeah yeah definitely okay i'm gonna smoke okay And then we'll be back. Hey, you guys. Uh, You know we are very big on mental health and therapy and all that good stuff. Um, A lot of shit is fucked up right now. Um, Some days you need more than a friend to confide in. Um, This is where BetterHelp comes in. My brother's actually been using BetterHelp for the last six months and I notice an improvement in him. So if you're stressed, dealing with anxiety, anger, grief, trauma, relationship issues, even if it's just trouble sleeping, contact BetterHelp. BetterHelp's online counseling that is there for you 24-7. Eliminate that sometimes awkward feeling of sitting in an office waiting room and connect with a professional counselor in a private environment through text, email, or even video chat. If you're not happy with the counselor you get, you can always request another at no additional charge. Join now and receive 10% off your first month with discount code HELLO. That's betterhelp.com slash hello. Hey guys, if you're in the East Bay, 
I just wanted to mention a great restaurant to try. It's Mexican Persian, um, not fusion, but you know, Mexican food and Persian food. It's called Sima's Mexican Grill, spelled S Y M A S. Um, they're located at 1019 San Pablo Avenue in Albany. The food is great. The prices are great. Um, takeout orders, you know, like everybody else right now, they're being safe. Um, support local businesses. Check them out. Definitely. And tell them Hello Dysfunction sent you. Yes. <laughs> So we're back. We're back. Um, <laughs> there is something going on right now that I did not know about, and I don't think you did either, or we would have talked shit about it. What? People are doing fucking basement braces. You know what? I didn't even know about it until you posted that shit. Listen to me. I was on Twitter. I saw somebody post some shit. And I thought this can't be real. And I went to Instagram and I went to the search bar and I put <clears throat> braced by. Okay, I didn't type the whole name. I want to say like 10 different ones came up. Some require a deposit. Some don't. What? Some are private pages. Some are not. It's basically, bitch, we unbent paper clips and bubble gum and made retainers and shit for our teeth when we wanted fake braces as kids no this is next do you level. remember when the girls a couple years ago took earring backs and rubber hair rubber bands and made quote-unquote fake braces yes and we were like get those off your fucking teeth right now yes no this is next level you're all going to jail if you're bracing up people it's priceless posted like you could only get the top for 150 Are, you wait get, it's trendy now i don't know i mean i heard okay so i posted it and i was like what the fuck is going on somebody said um a lot of like artists musicians in mexico get them like it's trendy for that because they do music and they like how it sounds with braces and i was like what and then here people were saying kids like young kids are doing them on each other but like to straighten teeth and they're charging like you could pay 150 for just the top or you could pay for just the bottom or if you want both i want 300 and you got to put a 60 dollars deposit so are these like actual braces the dentist would put on you they are actual brackets and wires bitch yes yes just dentists go to school for years <laughs> to learn like, this shit you're gonna fuck some shit up a girl wrote me and she was like my little cousin did this and she's in hella trouble now because now she hella needs major like Good. reconstructive work and her mom is pissed and she's in trouble oh my god i'm over here about to cry because <laughs> i'm just thinking about the insurmountable dental debt like holy fucking to correct shit. the basement braces and you I people said, that are my doing kids them came home with these braces i would beat their ass is an understatement like what are you fuck get this they shit would regret out. that decision get it out now what are you fucking doing oh my fucking god mm -hmm. so for a soft 300 you could get some braces at your friend's house after school you're also gonna get infantigo if they cut your fucking gums your shit's gonna fall off your you're teeth gonna, about to fall out you're gonna need major reconstructive uh work I, I really hope all of our listeners are smart enough to know 
don't fucking there do is that. so many client photos i'm like I don't think this shit has hit the Bay Area yet. I think it's all out of state right now. But hella people responded and they were like, yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing now. I feel like yelling and making the girls come in here so I can interrogate them them and be like, who on your friends list fucking does braces? get no ideas. You guys will be on punishment till you're fucking 18. (laughs) You fuck around and cause me more money in dental. Oh, my fucking God. Yes it's so braced by you guys if you want to check them out just search braced by and all of these providers these basement braces are gonna pop up and you're gonna be shocked so many client reviews and client photos and i'm like they're really running little orthodontist offices so out are, their mom's house are people actually um seeing results like their teeth straightened or? they look like straight teeth i don't know what the before was like i don't know go look you gotta go look i was shocked <sighs> shocked shocked i was blown away i did not know that was a thing remember we dreaded uh braces as kids because it was so uncool well i hella wanted braces and broken bones a and sh- a black eye there was hella shit i wanted attention that i seeking behaviors that i, sh- <laughs> I shouldn't have wanted i wanted all the shit right so as an adult i got gold braces you did they were like five thousand dollars and they were hella painful and my teeth were perfectly straight and then my dumbass didn't wear the retainers because i was like "Uh uh-uh i need to show these off and the ortho was like you need to wear these 24 hours a day basically and i was like nah and so i went i was good about it for a few weeks and then i stopped wearing it and then now that like they the top like went your teeth look really straight they're pretty straight but they're not in some places yeah. like they definitely shifted but yeah after all that pain and did you have and, to wear headgear no no i remember at, at sleepovers at kids yeah houses when we were little um my friend asia used to have to wear headgear all the time that and it was suck. so big back then. i just remember my teeth moving really fast i was an adult but like as soon as i got them like i I noticed a difference within a month my teeth were straight what but i had to keep them for like two years just under two years and which isn't really that long because i know some people needed them for like five growing up i want them on my bottom teeth really bad my bottom teeth are the ones you see they move fast they move really fast and you should look into like um the retainer ones like yeah. candid, candid and all those yeah and invisalign i am i know people that did those because if it bothers you it does bother me mark was like no i really like i them. like crooked teeth i like you it do. gives people character and i don't you know i i have a little lisp because of it too because of where my tongue yeah. hits that tooth that's so far back but it gives you character and like you know but I understand that feeling too. I'd be of feeling like I look like a jack-o'-lantern. No, no. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, I just I, maybe one of these I'm teenagers just could do compliments. them. Can do them for you for one fifty. Maybe one fifty. You Braced can do that. by, and I'll just do any, meeny, miny, mo. Yeah, pick one. Yeah, close your eyes and pick okay. one. That's what I'm um, do. So the other day we were hella restless, and um, it was actually in the evening. We just packed up me and the girls and we drove to San Francisco and we went thrifting and it was at like 6 p.m. We got there. We went to hate 
and um, that's fun all them stores close at like yeah i think we got there like 5 30 and all the stores close at like six and seven so it kind of sucked that we went that late but it you was know, good to just get them out of yeah the house. yeah and m- myself also right it was nice and um you know all of the stores have sanitizer they take your temperature i love it they only allow so many people in shit like that very safe practices and um yeah, I got, like, some cool shit. Bunny got a sweater. I got a sweater that has fucking cats on it. Hella people were like, did you get that for Crystal? No, I got no, it for my No, she loves old fucking, lady shit. I, yes. It looks like, um... You would probably wear... 80s. 80% of the shit in Carolyn's clothes. For sure. For sure. For sure. But, um, we got a couple good things, and I was like, shit, we need to go back, because, you know, like, when shit's open, because there's a lot of other cool stores. Yeah. And, um... We did that. Um, we also went to an art show all over the weekend. Um, an nice. artist, uh, his name is Rad Biker mm-hmm. on Instagram. He's one of my favorite artists. Um, we were both together part of an art show a couple years ago. I liked that art show. He shows still, you know, when he can. So I always try to go wherever he's showing his stuff and get a shirt. I like collect his shirts. Mm-hmm. And um, he was at a tattoo shop in Alameda at Alameda Tattoo. And they were doing it for the weekend. So me and the girls, you know, one evening we went out there for that, too. And it was fun and just random and spontaneous. And it made me think my dad used to do that with me. Just like take me to San Francisco. He was like the Exploratorium Disneyland King. Like he was he was always so good. And I think about how annoying that is as an adult, you know, but like I think he really enjoyed it. Like he. As crazy as he is and was Mm -hmm. and all that, he was a really good dad. And I just think about all the times, like 90% of the time when he picked me up every week, we fucking went and did something. That's fucking cool. And, you know, being a mentally ill person and like, you know, you're not, you don't always have fucking motivation and shit. You know what I mean? But I just look back on that and I really just want to tell him thank you because as a kid, we were always doing shit. We were always yeah. hiking or going to the Lawrence Hall of Science or the Exploratorium or a museum and or the kid. zoo. Hella shit that I would tell the girls, no, maybe next week. No, not today. You right. know, he did all of that shit. Took me to Lucky. restaurants. Took me, you know, to Pier 39 all the time. My like, dad was like, you guys can ride with me to 7-Eleven <laughs> to get my biker coffee. That's about it. I'm going to leave you in the car as well. So you watch don't me ask, go in 7-Eleven. And don't ask for shit. <laughs> no. I just think about it, though. Like, yeah. shout out to my dad. That's he fucking really great. Hella fucking shit. Hiking and just hella shit with me all the fucking time. See, so, that's hella cool. Yeah. And um, it made me think, like, I want to try to do more random things with them. Yeah. Because, you know, I enjoyed it so much as a kid. And I don't I just feel guilty when I don't I feel like it, you know, and most of the time I don't feel like it I so know. i'm gonna try to be better about it while bunny is still somewhat young yeah and and pp too for sure it's a good idea yeah i, I really want to go i had a zoo. good childhood i was always doing shit and i was always going places and i i think i just you know didn't give him enough credit yeah at all yeah because that's a lot of energy to do them it things is. with a fucking and every child. time every week every time you know always yeah. going somewhere like the thought of doing something every weekend makes me want to bang my head <laughs> on this desk yes yes <laughs> but if jimbo could do it bitch we could do it right seriously You're right. we could fucking do it you're definitely right um I, I need to tell you about pablo escobar's cocaine hippos <laughs> 
does his family own them or what why are they his so in the 80s when he was huge and he had all his money Mm -hmm. um he had a property in columbia and he imported it was like six or eight hippos exotic exotic animals yeah he had a ton of them oh and some of them went to zoos and Mm -hmm. things like that i've seen the home like people go there and photograph there sometimes at the home so he imported six hippos and um They've since reproduced at an alarmingly fast rate, and now there's over a hundred of them. And they're known as Pablo Escobar's aggressive cocaine hippos. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> they yep. sound like a good time. Yep. I would love to meet them. Um, so they um they were living in a pond on his property, but they escaped. So they weren't able to be relocated to a fucking zoo or a sanctuary. They were roaming Colombia. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. There's way more than 100. There's like 15. Oh, so if they're not taken care of now by um, 2040, there'll be over 1,500. It's not a native species to (laughs) To (laughs) Colombia. So that's the problem. Their feces are causing issues with local uh, wildlife. So, oh my God! They like you to, threw off Colombia's ecosystem. Yes, that yes, it's causing a huge problem. So, <sighs> they either need to be relocated. They're wreaking havoc. Cocaine hippos. Why are they cocaine hippos though? Because I, he was a cocaine king, I guess. They oh, them- I thought they got into a cocaine patch. I don't know. And were acting erratic. <laughs> They're known That's, as aggressive hippos. So I saw a headline that said columbia's cocaine hippos or something they were called that and i thought these fucking hippos stumbled into a cocaine patch got coca leaves and are out there acting a goddamn fool no that's what i thought happened no 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 Um, oh my god so they tried to do sterilization on them but it didn't work (laughs) they tried to sterilize them you know why it didn't work because they were aggressive hippos have (laughs) they said no (laughs) what they have retact- retractable testes. And they're like, whoop. Yep. <laughs> Find my balls, bitch. Neener, neener. <laughs> what? Yes. <gasps> so they couldn't do that. So now they're talking about. Oh, my God. If these little mean animals can't be relocated, they have to kill them. No. And they're, I guess they're like a local tourist attraction. Like people pay to visit um, his old mansion. Yeah, they do. I've seen like really pretty tile work that was yeah. around the swimming pool and the hot tub and shit. Like, he loved animals. People, I didn't know that. I think that's great. It is. I'm not mad. Aww, um, but they don't want him anymore. No, and they have to be moved or killed or else they're going to ruin I'm sure there's Columbia's. a hippo sanctuary in the world somewhere. They need to find it. I just want them to try really hard yeah. to move them and Relocate not kill them. them. In the article, it was talking about, um, you know, how they're aggressive. And <laughs> I guess last year, um, a local farmer uh, was bitten by a hippo. <laughs> bitten and, and trampled. Bitten and thrown into the air. By one of the goddamn leg. hippos. Yeah, they're like, get the fuck away from They're going to show up in another country and have like all these cool stories to tell and have an accent and be hella Do you know who my aggressive? dad was? Yeah. My granddad And they're going to have was. bad attitudes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, just, I wish I, I could take them. <laughs> Me too. Hippos are so fucking cute. 
Um, but they can be very mean, and I didn't know that. They have big jaws and aggressive mouths. Like, have you scary. ever seen one fed a whole watermelon? Yes. They can just and crush bink. it with a little yes. with a little closing of the jaw. Yeah. So hopefully they can be you know relocated and not snuffed out. Yeah, that sucks. We'll see. Um, in this week's men ain't shit. I was thinking to myself the other day because I'm still not over it. My ex faked mental illness so that he could cheat on me smoother what yes I was the last who. the last ex that i had no you remember i went through the whole fucking devastation because i was like how could this be like how could you how could you possibly you know when are we ever apart like that and you're you know for long we're together and your phone don't ring and all that kind of shit yeah how could you have a i remembered life? close to the end um he was telling me shit that like he was struggling with mental illness and he knows how important that is to me and how serious I take it. That's right. And this fucking con man piece of shit started telling me that he thinks he needs to talk to somebody and started using mental illness as an excuse for like needing time to himself and like but really in reality it was so that bitch could cheat smoother and like mend things with his baby mama. The lowest of the, the lowest of low. low, the lowest. God, and it. I wonder why I'm not interested in penis. Like, <laughs> right? We were just having a conversation during the break, and she's like, "I'm just not interested in men or sex." And I'm like, "Yeah, this is the longest you've ever been without sex." Yeah, I'm just you're kind of asexual right I'm now. I'm very asexual right now, and I'm just kind of like, "Nope, shit." For like a year, damn near. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy because, you know, she wanted all the sperm at yes, one point. Yes, I did. I wanted constant. You were raping yes. yourself. Yes. <laughs> it's true. I was struggling like an, I was a nymphomaniac. Yeah. So hypersexual. Nymphomania. Yeah. And now I'm like, no, thank you. I'll fucking pass. Yeah. You don't even have the desire to masturbate, huh? Mm-hmm. Nope. Not yeah, at all. That's crazy. Mm-mm. But yeah, I just I thought about that and I was like, let me put this in my notes because it's so fucking ridiculous. The I, the levels that men will go to. It's the lowest of the fucking yeah, low. It is. I'm sorry. I'm not fucking going that far to lie to anybody. No. How about I just need some time and I might want to fuck with somebody else? That's what I'm gonna tell your dumb ass. Everybody listening. Be fucking honest. Yeah, don't be a coward. Don't do that. Don't be a fucking... How could you look at yourself in the mirror after you just told this extravagant fucking lie to somebody that you supposedly care about? I would feel like a bitch. I would feel like you're a fucking coward bitch because you can't even tell the truth to somebody. Like, I wouldn't... It wouldn't sit right with me. I would feel like a punk. And I just feel like, why do you want to intentionally cause somebody pain and trauma and that's something they'll have to heal from because yeah when, when you're cheated on that's not a just overnight fix it's not it, it goes into every relationship effects it's yes. just it makes people more guarded it's just fucked up and it's unnecessary it's very drama. shitty behavior it is it's unnecessary drama and i'm not doing all that like and nine times it's out of so ten. It's so easy to just be like, you know. I want to fuck somebody I else. think I need to have a break or something, you right. know. And nine times out and of ten. And knowing me, the type of person I am, I got people on the back burner anyway. Like, you know, I think that's what it is, though. He knew I would move on mm-hmm. quickly like mm-hmm. I did. And 
was being greedy and he didn't want me to do that. Right. And nine times out of 10, if you when, if you are honest and tell someone, hey, I think I want to fuck somebody else, they're probably still going to fuck with you. Right. I, I mean, totally would have. I totally fucking would have. Yeah. I'd have been like, baby mama, whatever. Hit me when you're bored. Or you know what I mean? Like, I, I would have changed the situation yes. that we had to yes. make it work. Yes. And be open and honest with all your sex partners. Yes. For, if if not for anything for the sake of fucking stds let's yeah. do that yeah you know definitely if you're raw on someone else you owe it to whoever else yeah. you're fucking to be honest definitely let's be grown-ups about everyone sex. okay god damn it um that's the perfect segue into murder <laughs> did you watch the night stalker series i did it was exciting to see Sam Pablo and, and Elsa, Elsa Brandy, Brandy. Me- mentioned in yes. that because I was like, that's hey. us. That's right here in the East Bay. I saw people saying that it was too gruesome and I'm like, what? It wasn't even gruesome to me. So that's what made me want to watch it because Vice did a write-up and they called it, they almost made it sound like they went too far. Like yeah. it was too, And I'm like, hold up. Like, this is like the ID channel, dude. I guess if you're not into crime. Maybe. Maybe crime but like it was pretty average you know the, the shit i didn't know was about the little girl i and see, i didn't know that and i had heard that on um, another podcast. podcast yeah yes her story but i mean maybe because it's our local serial killer right. we knew more so listen it got me thinking you know how there's the dating game killer rodney Al- mm-hmm. alcoa or alcala you mm-hmm. know he was on the dating game yeah and he he actually won but the woman was like, mm, I'm not feeling this. Her gut instinct told her not to go on a date with him. Thank God. Right. Okay. So it made me think of him. And then remember the Hillside Stranglers. I think they get mentioned in Night Stalker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenneth Bianchi and, um, oh God, um, Angelo Buono, right? Yeah. Because Richard Ramirez kind of looked up to them. Yeah. And, and Ted the Bundy. Same, the same detective ended up that worked the hillside strangler case ended up working the night stalker case also so those are all um california serial killers and at that so um the rodney alcala the dating game killer that serial killer was from 77 to 79 right Mm -hmm. so then the hillside stranglers bianchi and buono they were 77 to 78 Mm-hmm. So those two overlapped each other, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, Richard Ramirez was from 1984 to 1985. So three different serial killers. There with, was also Zodiac during that time. And the Golden State. Right. We had five active serial killers. How fun and chaotic and scary. Scary as fuck, right? You know what? My girl, my girlfriend, my... <laughs> Wow. My sister's <laughs> boyfriend said, isn't it weird how, um, I keep knocking over this microphone. Turn this, turn the bottom. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. My sister's boyfriend said, it's weird how all of a sudden we don't have any more. And I said, I think we do, but I think police don't give them the credit that they want. Because that's what they want. Yeah, Notoriety. So, so they're, they just don't mention it like that the, they don't give them that shine oh, anymore sure so i'm somebody. sure we got plenty going on because you got to think back then the only way to get out mass um information was to put it on the news mm-hmm. broadcast 
we have so many other ways of communication now. Yeah. I don't think, especially with CODIS, um, you know, the law enforcement tools where yeah, they can yeah. submit DNA. Mm-hmm. So I don't they think they... They keep it within law enforcement yes, now. That's they don't the have difference. to yeah. blast it on the news or... Which sucks for us because it's like, you Where's never really my good know. time? Yeah, right. Where's my fucking good time? I don't time? get to enjoy it like you guys do. Right. So yeah, that that does suck for us. But I I don't doubt at all that there's still plenty of serial killers in oh, circulation. Yeah. Look how many crimes go unsolved. Mm-hmm. You know, for sure we do. Definitely. Well, if you guys didn't watch that, it's on Netflix. It's really fucking good. It's a short series. It me, is good. Me and PP watched it in one day. She loved it. <laughs> she was I a loved fan. it. Yeah, it was great. Two thumbs up. I also watched um, on Tubi. There's some heat on the low on Tubi. So Mark and I, the one I think you're about to say, we watched the trailer and Mark was like, "Mm mm-mm. What is it? An American crime. Yep. Mark was like, we watched the trailer and Mark was like, this looks really horribly depressing. And I was like, yeah. You guys are pussies. Fuck you. It's really good. And there's hella actors in it. Maybe when they're I'll, young i i hadn't i've have never you heard the of the trailer no the trailer makes it seem horribly it's not depressing it's not it's okay. really good all right you well, guys got scared off no it's we'll really try good. it again okay all right okay but no that's not didn't i already mention that last week or no, no i don't think no oh oh i told you on the phone to yes. watch that i was like watch it right now when we hang up and, we and w- you didn't and we wouldn't put on the trailer and both of us were like mm-mm this looks heartbreaking. Okay, well, you guys that aren't pussies, watch an American Crime. We'll try it again on Tubi. It's really, it's not that bad. Okay. It's not. It's really good. And there's a like I well, said. Well, it can't be that bad if you're telling me to watch it. Yeah, you yeah. Know what there's I can not and like deal yeah, with. yeah. There's not scenes that w- would be hard for you to watch. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, but another one that I watched that you're probably familiar with. It's also on Tubi. I found a lot of shit because you know. I, I told you I, I logged in. So then it keeps a record of what I'm yeah. watching. And then it suggests more like it. So I watched Unforgotten. It's like, here you disturbed bitch. Yes, Here's yes. more. <laughs> the FBI is going to be at my house. Yes. Like you love um, child abuse and <laughs> kidnapping and shit and way murder. Way too much. Way too much. <laughs> more than the normal person. Um, anyway, this is called Unforgotten. 25 years after Willowbrook. Do you know what Willowbrook is? That mental institution where um, they abused the patients and, and people were just left there. Yes. basically. Geraldo Rivera. I want to watch that. Yes. I okay. Love- so Geraldo Rivera back in like the 80s or whatever did an expose on this mental institution called Willowbrook. I forget where it was. I think it was in New York. And basically... It's horrible. What they did was, um, if you had a disa- a mentally challenged, disabled, they use the word retarded. They would have put Carolyn in there. Yes. And you basically sign over your child, not temporary. This is for no, life. This is a life. permanent living situation. Yes. So Geraldo and this other guy, I forget his name. He's a famous actor. He's narrating it. This uh, unforgotten documentary i think it was in like 94 or something they revisit the story and geraldo is talking about how an employee of the facility hit him because you know he was a journalist back then yeah and before they were, he turned into a fucking nutbag and they were like hey um you gotta write about this place it's fucking horrible and he was like i'm never gonna get access and basically they gave him a key so this motherfucker got cameras and shit, took the key and walked in there. 
And from that point on, he describes, he shows the footage. Yeah. And he says, you know, from what he described, like, he was he was sobbing, basically. Yeah. Like, it was unbelievable conditions, unbelievable shit. They show the footage. It's fucking crazy. And um, they were leaving people in their feces. Yes. Um, yes. Fully uh, mentally disabled people. Yeah. That could not care for themselves. And... It talks about the ratio, like nurse to patient ratio. They were supposed to only have maybe 10 patients. They would have 40 and 50 patients to one person. Just a capacity that no one could, could manage. Was, was I, Refresh my memory. Was anybody higher up fucking prosecuted? I don't remember. I just know the place was shut down. And then I don't know if it was shut down when they all got shut down, mm-hmm. when all when Reagan had closed all the mental facilities or if they got shut down because of the conditions and in the expose. I, I want to say it was because of that. But oh my God, I don't want to give away too much. So you got to just watch it. It's Those on people Tubi. Deserve it's free. To be tortured. For sure. I don't For give sure. a f- It's families being interviewed, talking about their relatives that were there. Oh and it's, it's fucking crazy. But it's called Unforgotten 25 Years After Willowbrook. I watched that. Um, one more on Tubi. I don't know if you saw it. It's called Hard Candy. I've seen it advertised, I think. So you remember Juno? Yep. That's the actor that's in this. And it yes. looks like... Elliot Page. Yeah. Maybe younger than... Uh, you know, was young. Yeah. In and it's really good. It's like a fucked up, unexpected kind of movie. I think Mark might have watched. I don't know why it sounds so. Familiar. I never even heard of it before, but it was suggested to me. They were like, "Hey, weirdo, you'll fucking like this," <laughs> and they were right. So okay, watch that one too. Okay. Um, yeah, that's all my suggestions for this week for TV, but they're good ones. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any um, TV suggestions. I just have um, when you had brought up um, an American crime and, and said child abuse. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of a book, and it's a pretty. It was a pretty popular book some years ago when it first came out. I'm sure a bunch of our listeners have probably read it. But it's a child called it. It was like a three book series, and. Is, I, is, did they make a movie out of it? I think that was one of my suggestions. Maybe ch- not. Maybe I told not. you. I oh, talked okay. to you about. <laughs> my brain there goes was her like, brain making somehow, shit up. Yeah. <laughs> somehow you heard about this. But a child called it is absolutely horrifying. Um, I read it before I had kids, so I was able to read and watch shit like that it's back that then. Bad. The fucking mom makes the child. Don't tell too much. I'm gonna tell one part makes a child eat a poop field diaper starves him this is a series of books it's three books the first one's called a child called it i forget the other two the first one talks about the fucking abusive childhood that this he's now a man is it a true story yes (gasps) it's heartbreakingly horrible i'm gonna try to find that used he's a mine he's very yeah he's very resilient He's still just, it, you have God. to read all three books. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm going to get them. And then I have an app suggestion. Um, it's called Good Pods. And it's sounds kind of funky, but it's actually pretty cool. So what Good Pods is, is it's an app for podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. And there's some famous celebrities on there, like Kim Kardashian and Gwyneth Paltrow and shit, right? Mm-hmm. And how it works is it's kind of like a social media for podcasts where you can follow people 
and see what podcast they're listening to. Oh. So as soon as I listen to an episode, it'll pop up on their feed and it'll say, Kim Kardashian listened to Case File episode, blah, blah, blah. And then oh, you can wow. click it directly and it'll take you to the episode and listen to it. <laughs> I should be featured on there because they're going to be like, she listens to hella fucked up shit. Yeah. So I went on there with the intention of submitting our show, right? To make oh. sure it was on there. Uh-huh. But it's already on there. Oh. I didn't even have to submit us. We're on there. Cool. So yeah, um, it's called Good Pods. And I think it's pretty cool because I found a few I like new that podcasts. Concept concept am i rubbing off on you you're the fucking old southern lady i like that concept um <laughs> that was the excitement coming oh through my God, calm down <laughs> i like that concept uh because you could find out who's fucked up like you too yeah you so know? kim kardashian seems to listen to a lot of case file yeah oh okay and that's my favorite true crime with the yeah. australian yeah yeah <clears throat> But yeah, I found some new podcasts I want to check out just cool. from that. Yeah, so that seems like a good close the door. <laughs> Do the mom teeth? I love it. Talk get through your teeth. Fuck out. We're or recording. Get your ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> Was it yours or mine? It's Natalia. <laughs> Damn it! Why does she want to be in here so so bad? She has to stay out, you guys. She can't Can be on I the show yet. Can I just say, I was talking to her dad, the, uh, and uh, he told me the other day she was really mad. I don't know if I'm supposed to share this or not. It's okay. We share it worse. But he told me that she was hella mad the other day. I don't want her to hear me. Mm-hmm. And she said, um, she was saying, I hate God. I hate God, and I hate that I was born. <laughs> that was like me fucking too. <laughs> same, girl. Same. <laughs> I never asked to be born. I didn't consent to this. Yeah, she hate she hates being born. I'm surprised she wasn't telling my brother. I hate you, Will. <laughs> hate you, Will. Calling him by his name. When she gets mad, he's Will. It's hella oh, fucking funny. I love her. I mean, it's not, but, but she it can't is. come in. Mm-mm. Um, we have a few um listener write-ins. We have one listener story. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it because mm. you couldn't tell me anything about it. Mm-mm. So, we have a few birthdays really quick. I'm going to do those. Yeah, let's do those first. Um, So, the first one is, first of all, before we get into this, please go to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. We really appreciate it. Um, If you're feeling real spunky, our Patreon link is in the Instagram bio. We appreciate all of it. Yes, we encourage all the support, please. Okay, so the first one, um, the person doesn't give their real name. So I love her Instagram name. It's Taylor Trash. Um, (laughs) Cute. She wrote in and said, hey, ladies, would you be able to give my friend Michelle a shout out? We both listen weekly and love the podcast. She's been having a really rough year. And I hope a little love from y'all would help brighten it a bit. She's a beautiful, hardworking single mother of two and has had to go through so much during 2020 and on top of the pandemic. She's one of my favorite people in the world and shines so bright. Hmm. I hope she gets all the good things this year. Me too. That's fucking sweet. Happy birthday. Nope, just a happy life. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Nope. Well, we just, yeah. Michelle, we're just as fucked up. Oh. Fuck. A single mom of two, man. Big props. Yeah, for sure. Um, this one. 
Hi guys, hope this isn't weird, but I'd like to give myself a shout out. Nope, not at all. <laughs> it's my birthday on the 24th of this month and I'll be 28. Still young and fresh. My name is Alejandra and I would feel really cool if you did. Yes, happy, happy birthday. Happy fucking birthday, dude. Definitely happy birthday. It's exciting. <clears throat> um, this one is from Nathaniel. Hey, girls. My girlfriend is a huge fan of yours and listens to every podcast you release. Hmm. I must say... Sorry, my headphone fell off. I must say, I've also grown to enjoy listening to you when we're in the car on road trips together. Cool. Very cool. I was hoping you could give a shout out for her birthday, January 25th. I can assure you guys, she's one of your biggest fans. Her name is Carolyn Little Red. I know exactly who. Oh, happy birthday. And I love her to pieces. Happy birthday. I love birthday. when partners write in for their partner because I ain't never had no partner thoughtful like that. Especially that would think, men that write in. Yeah, that would think of some shit like that. Yeah, that's so fucking sweet. So Very thoughtful. Happy birthday, Carolyn. Good job, Nathaniel. And I know how pee my pants excited I got and get when I subscribe and like they list you on the podcast yes and I scream when I hear my name we get all excited I hope you guys feel the same excitement that I do when someone says my name (laughs) yeah we still get excited yes um can I please get a happy birthday shout out for my sister Erin of course um she is such a good mother and the funniest person I know played the pod for her on a road trip last year and she's been listening ever since nice so happy, happy birthday erin from your sister cool there's no name um all right we have a f- so remember earlier this last week we had posted the video camera and it was like um hey man i wouldn't watch that if i were you so oh yeah yeah okay so <laughs> a listener responded and said them things give me nightmares i remember <laughs> same same (laughs) trauma yes i remember me and my older sister were trying to watch her baby shower and we hooked it all up and pressed play and it was my mom and stepdad fucking on the tv screen she recorded over my sister's baby shower to make her fucking sex tape (laughs) to make her fucking (laughs) sex video she said that is so rude (laughs) she said fuck my daughter fuck my grandbaby fuck me daddy yes Oh my god, no, she did it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's so funny. Fucking hilarious. Fuck your baby shower. (laughs) Imagine (laughs) the the fucking screaming that would have taken place if you press play and fucking watch it. Dude. That's hilarious. Hilarious. Um, I have another friend who uh when they were in like third grade, she went to a friend's house Mm -hmm. and they put on a movie. And it was her parents fucking. And they were like all involved in Jesus and the church, like oh a pastor of the God. church. And he was like ramming her with a dildo and fucking her at the same. Like it was wild. And the children saw. Yes. Oh, my God. I don't know how you make mistakes like that. Knock on everything. Everything. Oh, God. I hope I never. Um, okay. Hi, my name I'm not going to say that. I started listening to your podcast about a week ago. I love listening because it's like listening to two moms give me good life advice with lots of humor added in. This podcast gets me through every day at work. I was hoping to get advice from you about my current relationship. My boyfriend is 25 and I'm 20. He has a four-year-old daughter. I don't mind that he has a daughter. 
I love kids and I would be glad to be a positive role model in her, role model in her life. My boyfriend's baby mother absolutely hates me and so does my boyfriend's family because I'm not the baby mother. That sucks. It really hurts my feelings because my boyfriend never has my back. The baby mother is invited to all of his family functions and no invitation has ever been extended to me and we've been dating well over a year. Mm. I got experience with this. My boyfriend doesn't understand how the situation makes me feel like a side piece, even though I've brought it up on multiple times. I've also had a lot going on recently. I returned from a deployment to Iraq a few months ago. I've started a new job and got a new kitten and moved into my own place. So my sex drive has been very low and my boyfriend is not happy about it. Um, he keeps saying he's, his needs are not being met and is always upset with me about it. I told him we can take a break and you can go fuck some other bitch if you want, but he insists he doesn't want to do that. I don't know what to do, but I can't believe I've gotten myself this deep into all of this shit. Please help me. Well, you know what my answer is going to be? Light his house on fire. No, dump him. Yeah. Dump him. Dump him now. So my experience, when Mark and I first got together, he had um, an ex-girlfriend and he had broke up with her before we started messing around, but he broke up with her. She did not break up with him. She was not ready to move on. Mm-hmm. When I first got with Mark, um, she tore up my photos um, when she stopped by Mark's house to pick up her stuff. Wow. Yeah. So she tore up my photos. I feel Um, like I didn't know that. She told people she was going to show up in my job and fight me. Bitch. And that would have been the mistake of your life. Her life. Because guess who would have been pulling up? (laughs) This one. Guess who likes to fight, bitch? Right. Me. So all of Mark's um, out friends um, that he called family, you know, like cousins, Mm -hmm. shit like that. Everybody, he had been with her two years, I think. So everybody had developed these relationships with her. And so when I came in, this new big-titted white girl who talks too much, you know, I wasn't a fan favorite. Let's just say that. All right? Yeah. (laughs) She's overconfident, and that fucking mouth runs too much. For sure. Yes. So I wasn't a fan favorite. So when family air quote you know the fake family Mm -hmm. would have birthday parties and shit we would get invitations that would say please come to their child's first birthday you and your dad can come crystal is not welcome i put that on the fucking kids yes are you fucking kidding me yep and so mark would be like i'm not going and i would tell him look if you love these people i'm not going to be upset with you if you don't want to miss this totally go that's their issue not mine now you're a really understanding girlfriend i just try to think of where everybody comes from but now and back then that's like you yeah. know that was like my hyphiest like you know, I know what i mean so probably why i never told you these things yeah seriously because i would have been like what's the address again let's fucking go and so um I don't. I can't remember if he ended up. I think he went to one, didn't go to another. Uh, but the these, fucking audacity. The audacity, right? Like, what the fuck? We're at, and I was pregnant at the time. I'm already knocked up. So it's like it's a serious thing. Yes. Like you're not a temporary nope. fling. But because they were so close with his ex, and oh, well, who ridiculous. knows what she's fun. But now these same people 
fucking kiss my ass, fucking love me. And I'm not talking about his blood family. I'm it's not. extended friend family. Yes. Yeah. Long term. Um, oh, God. And and I knew they would And eventually. I'd be bitter. I'd be like, <laughs> I you're so confident. Knew. I'm fucking cool. You're like, I Fuck. told you so. I knew this was coming anyway. And you bitches missed out you for a little needed, bit. Yeah, you just needed more time to realize right. how great I am. <laughs> Whereas I would be bitter. Like, bitch, now I'm not being your friend. And now Mark can't talk to you no yep. more. So that's how we're going to handle it. So I was standoffish for some years. Uh, yeah. I would go, but I wouldn't really talk or... I wouldn't show, I wouldn't, I would, you know, let Mark and the kids go and I wouldn't go because, yeah. I, you know, I did feel some kind of way for a long time. For sure. I would too. Wait, we made this all about All you. about me. Here I go. <laughs> wow. Wow. And it's definitely wasn't supposed to be about me. So. Sorry, girl. I say that to say. To just. Your man should be supporting you. Yeah. He yeah. should be defending you. He should yes. be sticking up for you. Yes. If he's not there is a reason he is not either he's a pussy yeah who doesn't want to confront his family or his child's mother mm-hmm. or he doesn't really care that much about mm-hmm. your feelings and yeah. i hate to put it like that no it's true but those are your two i have requirements for people that i fuck with and the most important one is probably having my back yes i run my mouth i get into shit <laughs> people don't like me like there may be a time when i need you to whoop somebody's ass and i'm gonna expect you to do it yeah um maybe not physically but like definitely have my back verbally at least yes yes and especially if it's like people that are close to you what the fuck you would have to have my back if i feel like you don't have my back in any kind of way it's a deal breaker yeah we're not gonna be a relationship air quotes we'll be friends fuck buddies something like that we're not gonna be in a fucking relationship if you don't have my back no from the from jump when that happened mark was like whatever you want me to do yeah you know i'm i'm with you yeah yeah totally so he does have a child and maybe he wants to keep it cool with the child i get that when there's a kid involved but like he would have to check everybody else and be like look she's in my life yep um invitations have to be extended to her also definitely yeah just especially if you're saying that it bothers you yes honestly from that writing i get that she ain't really into him anyway so i just say break up with him and i feel like you have a new cat you have a cat in a new place put everything you don't need a man up in there and you're 20 baby yeah you're 20 like life ain't even starting for another seven years for real real this is your time to get comfortable in who you are figure all that good stuff out yeah figure out what all your favorites are don't lock down i would say Mm -hmm. if you want to keep fucking him do that but make it super casual yes because you got life he's a fucking wimp yes and you got life to live and fun to be had yeah no please send me a photo of your cat too thank you (laughs) (laughs) okay really though the important stuff Mm -hmm. okay um just sending in my bi-monthly write-up because you know life is fucked up okay i recently divorced it says i recently divorced met this guy okay i divorced uh, and met this guy i think so yeah um i mean i immediately fell in love turns out he played me and was cheating with his ex only got with me when he broke up with her she was pregnant 
and lost the baby, all while him and I were messing around. He moved in with me only to have him drop me out of nowhere. Mm. I honestly don't know what advice I'm looking for. Maybe just hear you guys say fuck him and I'm a bad bitch and move on. Okay, let's say it. Oh, and I may have threatened to fuck one of his co-workers, still thinking about it, actually digging deep for my inner pedophilia bad bitch. Love don't you do guys. that. So... <laughs> No, I'm saying don't fuck the coworker. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, you're a bad bitch. Yep. Fuck him. Don't be available to him anymore. He's a fucking liar. Yes. He done with him. Uh, don't fuck his friends or no. his coworkers because or his dad. you're just gonna give him something to talk about. Yep. It makes you look bad. Yeah. What you do is you level up every yep. time. Every time you break up with somebody, you move up another level each time. That way they can't talk any shit or anything because it's like bitch i'm doing better than you he's doing better than you i'm happy yeah you know whatever it ain't even really about the partner it's about your happiness yeah so make sure whatever you do next makes you happier so there's nothing to be said and yep. fuck him and forget he ever existed definitely you, you needed to hear it now you heard it seriously i wish somebody would tell me that about a lot of a lot of people like in the past i do Hmm. No, <laughs> you go along with whatever I'm feeling. No, but you know, at one point I did try with the last one. But to tell me to leave him alone. Yeah. No, you were like he's a good guy. You fell for it too. I did fall for it, but I'll tell you when we get All off right, here what fine. part. I'm not gonna do that. Okay, that's it for the write-ups. For <laughs> 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 a fucking hot mess. Okay. During the break, I told her I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm like the hot mess express, man. <laughs> knocking shit over running over your earrings oh my god i dropped the headphones knocked over the microphone knocked yeah. over her microphone fucking a okay guys um that's all i have that's it so you know what um thank you for all the support it's been a long day i'm gonna go to bed happy tonight yeah. look for our special post tomorrow yes we have a special post coming you so. guys will be happy yeah and send us your write-ins because we love them yeah love them love them and yeah that's it suck it easy go to bed don't go to the co-workers bed bye <laughs>